Hi, I'm Ryan. And I'm Talia. We are two associate marriage and family therapists under clinical supervision, and we specialize in working with couples. Welcome to It's Complicated, the Couples Guide podcast. Where we debunk myths and deliver truth about couples therapy. Trust us. It's awesome. Hello. Why, hello, Talia. How are you? I'm good. It's time for another episode, so that gets me pumped up. 22. Number 22. Episode 22. And we're going to do a listener question today that we think is going to be, well, you tell me is a full episode because you've got things to say. Mm-hmm. And we'll probably lead to other themes yeah. too. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm curious to hear them and explore them with you. So today we're going to be answering the question, how... how do you know if you're moving too quickly in a relationship? In a relationship? How yes. do you know if you're going too fast? Yes. Got it. What do you so, think? Uh, I think aside from blaringly obvious like you met two weeks ago and you're already planning a wedding <laughs> if it's planning it in your head healthy so delusional but healthy but if if it's fun i think aside from again the super obvious like after a month you're already talking about moving in together mm-hmm. you're picking out kids names and this and mm-hmm. joining bank account like that could be a sign of an unhealthy relationship mm-hmm. like a controlling relationship mm-hmm. but it's also you're responding to mm-hmm really liking a person Mm -hmm. so i would say the desire to do all of those things still odd Mm -hmm. but not concerning Mm -hmm. acting on all of those things that our hormones early on in a crush Mm -hmm. make us do that's when generally blanketly we know you're moving too quickly yeah and so you and i have sort of a sense of wow that seems too fast Mm -hmm. you and i have developed a radar or an intuition or just a professional understanding of what the the pace of a relationship is yes however every relationship is different that's People true can make different choices two weeks is too soon yeah that'll be yeah. the name of the episode okay, two weeks is too soon <laughs> right right <laughs> <that> down, down. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah i think it's a very valid questioner um that really valid listener question about how can you tell um, if you're moving too fast in a relationship, what are the markers? Who gets to decide that? Why is it that there is this thing that some of us have where we just go, Ooh, that sounds way mm-hmm. too fast. And other people are oblivious. Like, why not? I'm, mm-hmm. we're going to get married. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And why might we want to move? Not, yeah. not want to move quickly. Why might it feel natural mm-hmm. yeah. to quote unquote move quickly? Yes. So I think those would be the, the things we cover today. Cool. Sounds good. So what would you say to start with mm-hmm. is a general timeline or amount of time if you heard a couple starting to plan like let's give it stereotypic like moving quickly would mean you're trying to move into really just being with the one yeah like we're already talking about getting engaged getting married moving in together all the signs of a more quote-unquote serious relationship how soon after starting to date or becoming official would it be for you to be like "Mm, Hmm. what uh gosh i i i want to answer this question and I may not. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I think it's a valid question and it's fascinating to go there. And the truth for me is there isn't a specific timeline. It's what You're is... such a therapist. I'm such a therapist. I know. <laughs> it always depends. It's complicated. <laughs> That's why we love the name of our show. Um, I will answer it after this, I guess, disclaimer almost. Really what I'm looking for, for an appropriate pace, is are you hitting... Um, intimacy markers at a developmental pace that uh is 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 working for both people hmm. so that's my general answer how that tends to look what does and, that mean in english yeah what does it mean in english right so if i look at a general timeline let's say you've met somehow 
which turns into in the in the very near future from meeting into a date, mm-hmm. which can turn into dating, where you've been on multiple dates. Then there's a progression from hey, we've been dating. Then your FBO, Facebook official. <laughs> Facebook official. It's not O till it's FBO, is what my brother says. I guess, but does Facebook exist anymore? I don't know. I don't even yeah, know. What's old. it on Instagram? Is yeah. there even a thing? There's well, no status. You put their name in your bio. Oh, okay. Don't do that. <laughs> That's Instagram official. Yeah, IGO. Um, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> we're looking up. Yeah, so you move from dating to being to, in a relationship. To then your label then title, maybe. Generally, I mean, this is very com- yeah, like yes. stereotypical, uh, but a natural progression might be now you're dating monogamously, you're not dating other people, because that could be a thing. Yeah. Then you turn into the official, hey, we are in um, boyfriend girlfriend territory. Yes. We're using those labels, um, be it uh, boyfriend boyfriend, girlfriend girlfriend, boyfriend girlfriend, whatever, if you choose those labels. Yeah. And then progressing into like we're an established relationship, yes. and then moving forward um, could be cohabitating, but you'll have to wait for uh, yeah. those episodes to check it yes. out. Our thoughts on cohabitating before a commitment of marriage or something or like that, partner, an engagement, partnership, yeah. life partnership, something like that. Okay, so that's the. I mean, that makes a lot of obvious timeline. sense. A lot of people get that. That's but a what's general the timeline. Actual, oh, that's the steps. That's what I mean. You were asking what's the timeline, and that's where I didn't want to answer directly about like yeah. how long. Yeah. Um. Those are the. St- I meant. I'm. I'm a yeah, visual learner, yeah. so yeah. I think of it as like literal yeah. a line. Yeah. Those would be the Linear. stepping stone, the milestones. Yeah. Let's get it at that. Those are the milestones. Usually, how they progress. Yeah. Not out of order. We know yeah. each other two weeks. Yeah. And now I'm pregnant. Yeah. Like. Mm. My gut's going to say that's very out of order. Like, yeah, regardless yeah. of whether you wanted to wait for marriage, <laughs> yeah. y- no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it definitely happens. It does. There's a TV show about uh, it on MTV. Yep. <laughs> Multiple. <laughs> and we're trying to talk about, like, hey, how can you gauge, like, are you moving yeah. too fast? And when, what are yeah. the markers? How, yeah. What timeline are you smushing those milestones into? Yeah. When is that too quick? Yeah. So what would be your blanket answer? Well, that's the first thing I said. All of those are milestones. I love how you yeah. put that. And what I'm looking at um, with relationships as they progress at each of those milestones, what's the level of intimacy and has that actually been earned and connected with both partners? So true. People really Um, speed it up when sex gets involved. Exactly. And that's one of the issues is what is the developmental space for that type of intimacy? Mm. So if you have just met... And you choose to sleep together. We've talked about you the dangers. And you're not going to get married. And you're not going to get married. Oh my gosh. What? You're not married yet. <laughs> Again, that's a perfectly fine choice. If both partners are developmentally in the same space, meaning yeah. we are both. And we've talked we about met, that. Before. Yeah, we've talked about this on yeah. the podcast a bunch. If we're both looking for a one nighter, something super fun and developmentally, we're cool with that. Great. However, that is one type of fairly superficial intimacy, mm-hmm. um, which is can be fun. But and it takes maturity, there, I think, to well, arrive. Not maturity in terms yeah. of age. It takes, well, in some senses, your yeah. brain development. Yeah. That's not something I think teenagers can reasonably mm. say, like, well, we just agreed that it was this. Good luck with your hormones, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. okay, let me know how. Yeah. When, let me know when that works out, right? <laughs> yeah. it, it takes communication. I say maturity yes. because it takes communication. It takes discussion. It takes this. We've said this before also. Yes. If you can't talk about it, you shouldn't be doing it. Yes. So, developmentally, yeah. that milestone, if you can both arrive at mm-hmm. it, great. Mm-hmm. Then it might not be too soon to be intimate with each yeah. other, but that's just one of the, the milestones yeah. in, a, in relation. Yeah. Um, I agree, but I forgot what my original train of thought was with that. But the milestones, you have different levels of intimacy, and yeah. each one you want to be marking, are you going there? Yeah. And what you might start 
being aware of is if you are jumping those milestones without the appropriate level of intimacy or without solid intimacy in a way that again is mm-hmm. is in the right developmental stage yeah but i just want to be married so tomorrow yeah it's like hey i just want to be married so we're gonna go do that when it's like well but wait a second you haven't actually you know what my theory developed is on the that? vulnerability and the connection to do that yep that it, it's not an unfounded theory mm-hmm. but i don't have research to pull out right now <laughs> Um, I have life experience to see Uh this. Um, I've been a girl for a long time, and I've had many girl friends Mm -hmm. who have done this, um, or acquaintances, I should say. They are more in love with the idea of being a wife Mm -hmm. than who they're married to. Mm -hmm. So their importance is, I would like to hit all these milestones. Mm -hmm. Don't care who it's with. Don't care the timeline, but this is my end goal, and I shall meet it. Sometimes it's biological clock-induced, like i got to have two kids by 30 or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just... Sometimes it's based in yeah. trauma. Sometimes it's based in attachment. Sometimes it's based in, I never saw this growing mm-hmm. up and I have a fear of being alone. So mm-hmm. I don't really care who my partner is, but being married sounds nice. Yeah. Or I'd love to be a trophy wife. Yeah. Or I just want to do this. Again, I'm not saying, I don't mean to sound like condescending towards it, but some people are truly not as concerned about who they are with for the rest of their life. They're yeah. more concerned about reaching that status symbol yes. in society. Yes. And they don't care that it's too arguably logically probably too soon to do that you can't know anyone for the rest of your life to be able to choose within two weeks yeah or two months to be honest sometimes not even two years like it takes a long time to get to know someone there is an absolute developmental shift in intimacy from when you are with your partner in the early stages and absolutely excited just to have that partner say hey i've got someone mm-hmm. and to fantasize about who they are yes and that and that's so a fun. that's a relational dynamic because when i say fantasy about who they are it's we put forth yeah, a certain version so of ourselves much onto them too well well it's projection but I, so it's yeah i was saying yeah both of them yeah it's if i'm in a relationship i will project onto my new partner what i want all them the to things be. i hope and want them to be and, and i'm my best, the best. But also, I'm only going to show my best self yeah. and say, hey, look, I am, I'm going to try to, in many ways, kid, I'm going to emotionally kid myself half the time, like, I'm this amazing man, because this is who I do want to be. True. It's not and all that's a natural to be part. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. Not at all. In fact, most of the out of hard part is when it comes out of, this is really who I aspire to be, and you inspire me to be a better human. It's really beautiful. That's a nice early so part of nice dating. nice when it's like that. But yeah. usually it's, I'm fucking nuts inside and I'm just going to fake it long enough so this person's trapped, basically, and then it's too late for them to leave. I'm laughing so hard because <laughs> you will always have that perspective. I'm and so I, cynical. And I, and I will always be the one like, no, but it's true and it's great. And it's it so is like, nice. but actually, wah, wah, because, wah, wah. And I say this very, very, very stereotypically. Again, yeah. I work with mainly heterosexual couples. Mm-hmm. I've grown up in a mainly heterosexual environment Mm -hmm. like that's just my worldview it's not a negative whatsoever towards any other orientation and choice many feminine energy or women Uh there's also guys who do it too but because i have a lot of girlfriends Uh i'm picking from my sample size yeah there's a lot of that you know the crazy to hot ratio is like yeah she's super this you deep down you don't know she's a psycho like she will cut your car she will slash your tires i've seen it done before it definitely happens and here's why uh there was an intimacy shift that didn't have its full development met and evolutionarily you've abandoned me having a child so now i'm upset exactly because i almost wasted an egg on you yeah something jumped yeah and 
my thing is I'm trying to articulate there's a positivity and appropriateness early dating where there is I'm trying to present my best self and I'm I'm projecting onto this person I'm dating all my hopes and dreams of who they could be. What shifts as you get closer and more intimate in an appropriate growth together are is I get more comfortable showing my true self to this person I'm dating because it's safer. Right. I can be more vulnerable and honest, not just to them, but mm-hmm. to myself. Mm-hmm. So then thoughts, feelings, and behavior changes. You get to see a truer me. And my partner is starting to do the same thing, showing themselves truly who they are. And at the same time, because I'm seeing the true them and the intimacy is growing, the vulnerability is growing, I start setting aside all these hopes and fantasies, not all of them necessarily, maybe we're building them together, but I'm going to start looking at this partner for who they truly are. So this is this shift of intimacy that when done at an appropriate pace, and if you're gauging yourself and honest with yourself, then you can actually get to a place of, oh, okay, we've shifted our relationship mm-hmm. away from this early mm-hmm. intimacy of just like, Limerence, yeah. I want to show me at my best and only see you for who I fantasize you to be. And now we're actually starting to accept both of ourselves. So when you individually pace and it, together. then it has a better chance of lasting through that shift is what I'm understanding. I love that you clarify that. Yes. Yeah. The thing is, everyone's pace is different, but they're, most of the time we rush this. We do need a pace because mm-hmm. it takes time to get to that vulnerability but and I want honesty now. and be able to share that yeah. that intimacy. That yeah, way. I agree. But of course we do want it now because it's really um, intoxicating. And we know this from, from the, the chemical flood, our brains, our entire body receives yep. from dating. It's intoxicating to feel great about you know me and mm-hmm. how the the man I want to be and mm-hmm. how I feel in this relationship and then also how great it feels looking at this like fantasy mm-hmm. person who I'm dating and going oh my gosh like this is every hope and dream I've ever imagined and then you Just you wait. throw in the hormones of the of the physical connection yeah boom it's intoxicating it's an addiction yeah uh, that's why pacing it and slowing it and realizing that there's that. What I'm describing with that intoxication is just the base level of intimacy. And there's another level that comes as you develop mentally progress in a relationship. That's what I tell my students. Uh-huh. The main reason, the two the two main things I will tell them literally every class. Like basically an, a, a good morning, here it is, and an out the door. So they, yeah. by the end of the semester, have it memorized yeah. is if you want to be with that person the first night, uh-huh. give it a few dates, uh-huh. see if you still want it. Yeah. Again, completely your choice. I'm not saying do or don't do. Yeah. Always be safe when you choose to do. Yeah. <laughs> but you may find that they're not as appealing as you thought the first night. Because, yeah. And then I tell them, the feeling that you get when you have a crush on somebody, all those butterflies and mm-hmm. tingles and like, oh my God, it's mm-hmm. going to be so nice. Is common sense leaving your body. <laughs> so don't listen to it. Like It's a delusion. It's a chemical delusion where we have the most amount of all of our happiness hormones, Yay. which we've talked about for dopamine uh, serotonin norepinephrine oxytocin we're all flutter we're just like oh my god this feels so good that's why you don't need sleep that's why you can be up all night texting that's why you check your phone constantly because Mm -hmm. every time you have connection of any kind with them and now with social media it's just constant you get to know each other way too quickly way too Mm -hmm. soon I've even talked to students who are like yeah we sent nude pictures to each other before we went on our first date what? like Okay, let's, and then the, the calm therapist to me is like, let's talk a little bit about that, but also in the context of teaching. Like, yeah. we do these things because we feel 
so good yeah. and we love feeling the goodness and every time we get connection from the person no matter what the goodness gets mm-hmm. a rush so the more time you're spending in this milestone mm-hmm. uh let's call it a marathon mm-hmm. some people marathon some people sprint right mm-hmm. so what i think determines for people if it's a marathon or a sprint usually is how much time are you spending together mm-hmm. how much time can you reasonably spend together while you're getting to know each other if we both work nine to five jobs what does that leave us mm-hmm. some evenings but i like going to the gym so probably mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. and weekends but hey guess what i got a meal prep so i can mm-hmm. actually be good at the gym mm-hmm. and prep and do all my other stuff maybe a night or two a week mm-hmm. that's way different than if i were able to see you every night for a whole month like yeah. how much time you can spend together usually speeds up a timeline mm-hmm. if it's a lot what age you are, mm-hmm. given what your responsibilities are, right? Can you drive? Do you have a car? Yeah. Who do you live with? Do age? you have kids yeah. from a previous relationship? Yes. Are yeah. you caring for elder parents? Is it long distance? Like Is it, th- you yeah. know, so what, are you from the same time cultural zone? Background, cultural background. Like, yeah, cultural same background. Same state, whatever the Same state, is, time yeah. zone. What yeah. if we're 12 hours apart because yeah. we met when you were on leave in the military? Mm-hmm. Like, I think timing in all of those senses and age mm-hmm. and how much time you can spend together speeds it up when we look at when you want to reach those milestones and obviously we always talk about that your previous relationship history have you ever been in a relationship before mm-hmm. if not this was mm-hmm. the most impactful thing i've learned through doing my own research mm-hmm. and in grad school and everything was learning uh, oftentimes when people say oh it was my first love and they mm-hmm. can never get past their first love and there's like mm-hmm. memes about it that the guy's <laughs> like sorry i can't commit but my my ex-boyfriend's grandma's hamster died and so like i'm still feeling it, it was in sixth grade so i, I can't like <laughs> We joke about it, but some people are like that. They're so, this was my first love. I'll never get over it. Mm. Nay, it was not your first love, milady or my lord. It was your first attachment. <laughs> yeah. And if you have a very, very negative view of how it felt to attach to somebody for the mm-hmm. first time, you will run like hell away from it. Yeah. Versus the person who's like, yeah, we were high school sweethearts and everything was fine. And we lost our virginity to each other. And then we just decided, nah, I don't know. We'll just go to different colleges, but we're still best friends. <laughs> In what world? I'm a therapist. I don't get those stories. Yeah. Maybe other people in life hear the niceness, but I hear the ones where, it was brutal. I got cheated on. Mm-hmm. They got another girl pregnant. Like, mm-hmm. I hear the deeper stuff. And that if if you have a mm-hmm. negative view of your first attachment, maybe you sped things up too quickly. Maybe mm-hmm. you didn't. That's going to also impact how fast mm-hmm. you want to be in your next relationship mm-hmm. and how long is it going to take. And side note, don't hold on to be like, oh, we're just waiting till they feel better to go on our first date or whatever else. But we've been dating for a year. No, you've, you've been hooking up for a year and you haven't gone out to dinner. You haven't done anything. You haven't this and you're holding on to that hope. You're not moving through the milestones. Like yeah. that's again, the like you were talking about, I'm being my best self. I'm yes. projecting all this onto you. Not seeing the signs at all. I'm like picking up the red flags and throwing them out or yeah. painting them white yeah. and being like, oh, well, he just does that or she just does that because of this. No, like when somebody shows you who they are, you need to believe them. But if you're so flooded with all those milestones within a couple months Mm -hmm. or all of that and you know and are married within a year, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, my rule is you have to get through every holiday with somebody. Mm. Minimum, it's a whole year. I want to see. I want to see you snap at Christmas. I want to see what it's like when you get around your family and they just get under your skin. How do you handle? I want to know those things. Yeah. If we're choosing long term Mm -hmm. so we mentioned that before the episode started all those celebrities who are like engage within six months okay yeah like call me when it's over because statistically it's not gonna last it's a flare it's uh it's a hot wow real fast and then it's gonna burn out real quickly and like you said unless you 
developmentally pace yourself through them, it doesn't always go away. Yeah. The flame doesn't always burn out. It requires constant mm-hmm. care from both partners mm-hmm. and pacing. Mm-hmm. It's similar to couples who are choosing to wait for marriage or a certain amount of time in the relationship mm-hmm. to be intimate with each other, to have mm-hmm. sex or whatever level they decide. Mm-hmm. It takes two people having that willpower because one time the partner's going to be like, I really want to do it. And the other partner's like, me too, but let's not. Like, yeah. It takes that ebb and flow and that back and forth. And if you include intimacy too soon in a relationship, you are not only flooding yourself with the normal amount of hormones of having a crush. Mm-hmm. Now your body goes into evolution, baby time. <laughs> yeah. This person could make a baby with me. And yeah. then you find out they hooked up with somebody else, yeah. even though it's only been a week. So are you really that surprised? And your yeah. body's like, betrayal. <laughs> like all of this goes into how soon is too soon. Yeah. So I think it, like we've said, yeah. it depends on how old you are, the, how much time can you spend together? Are mm-hmm. you in the same time zone culture? How accessible mm-hmm. is the other person? Yeah. And really, what are the intentions of the relational dynamic? Yeah. Is it long term or yeah. is it short term? What are you actually? What are your goals with this yeah. person? Yeah. yeah. What are the goals yeah. with the person? Yeah. Um. And I was thinking as you're describing this, like the there's so much drive inside of us, and I think culturally for us to go quickly to go fast in relationship that another way to just kind of look at this question of like how How do you you know if it's too soon how do you what's the actual question i I believe the the it was like how do you know how soon is too soon yeah how soon is too soon or how you know um when you're going too fast how do you know if you're moving too fast well an easier answer might just be like you are so slow we always have this drive to go quickly yeah and if you just just acknowledge like hey we have these things in our bodies um these chemicals and this this cultural factor of like what that means and these desires that are great desires that when they're fulfilled in a mature way is the most rewarding thing in life however we want to do it real fast just always give yourself that little extra slowdown Mm -hmm. and if it is a decision that you're going to be happy with for the rest of your life you'll never be bummed you slow it down Whatever it is, whatever that milestone is you're coming up on, you're not going to be super bummed if oh, it was, gosh, if it was a decision we, yeah. you're happy with. What you'll only have is regret if you went too quickly and was kind of blinded by the the, the, um, the intoxication of wherever yeah. your intimacy is at the moment. And for those of you who are listening and thinking like, well, I did regret going too slow because then yeah. they got away. They weren't meant for you. Well, that's what, yeah, exactly. Like, it's actually really better well, if yeah. you do pace yourself. Mm-hmm. I can run out of hands on mm-hmm. the amount of dates that I've been on over my years on mm-hmm. earth when I wasn't in relationships mm-hmm. going on dates where it was like the person completely lost interest. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't sex mm-hmm. the first night, they would try and turn it sexual mm-hmm. sexting beforehand, this and that. And I'm like, uh, no, yeah. like, especially in the last three to five years of mm-hmm. life and womanhood. No, that's definitely not happening. Mm-hmm. No response. Mm-hmm. And at first when a girl, especially I'll share for as a girl who going through that, it's like, this sucks. Mm. And then you realize how much of a blessing or gift or whatever label you want to put mm-hmm. on it. It was at the end. Yeah. Cause it's like, I wouldn't want, and that's to me, that's sleazy. Yeah. My opinion completely, not as a therapist, as a human woman, mm-hmm. that is my opinion. That's a sleazy thing to do for anyone. Mm. Guy, girl, regardless, mm-hmm. like if that's indeed your interest, then don't fake building up like the different. date and this yeah, and yeah, that yeah. and talk about what dates you want to go on in this. Yeah. And then ask me to send a picture of my boobs. Like <laughs> yeah. to be able to have that, dynamic with somebody and realize like this is not the person for me could be a huge bummer mainly because like you said 
we project or build up an aversion or an idea of who this person is. And when we get evidence to the contrary, we have a choice as people. Do I try and repaint this white flag or red flag white? Mm-hmm. Or do I listen to it and be like, thank you f- so much for showing me what you're actually interested in, etc. Mm-hmm. Not what I'm here for, mm-hmm. not what we agreed to, or so I thought, so no thank you. Yeah. Right? You either say, nah, all right. Like, well, maybe they're just doing it to be nice because they want to buy me a gift. No. no. Like, oh, I just... Oh, I love working with college students so much. I love them so much. But sometimes they make decisions that if they were five to ten years in the future, they wouldn't make. Mm-hmm. So part of it is you got to go through life and learn it. But the other the other part of it really is like you, you know it's too soon if it's too soon. Mm-hmm. And slowing it down is not something that's regrettable, ideally. I'm sure there's scenarios where you could look back and go like, gosh, man, I... Um, I'm so bummed it took that long. And I know for some people that might be their whole thing. Right. It's so hard for me to imagine what those scenarios are right now. Just because it's so much more common that it, it's n- 99% of the time great if you just take a little extra time, check your your milestones, your markers, check your intimacy levels and where you're at in this vulnerability and connection thing is that the right place to be at your at your markers Mm -hmm. and uh i have heard of people who've regretted waiting too long yeah i mean i can definitely see that there's there's a there's a one that got away the great white buffalo etc yeah there's a little bit of that a little bit of man i was so scared to be vulnerable that um my partner was really ready to progress to the next marker and, and I wasn't. So or even not even that. being in a partnership. Yeah. Being like, oh my God, she, she, he or she yeah. is so hot. Yeah. I'm so into it, blah, blah, blah. And then you yeah. wait too long and somebody else asks them out and they get married with like yeah. two kids, ideally named Braxton and Jalen. And, you know, they sell fit tea on Instagram. And then you're like, you know what? Yeah. I didn't miss that. I didn't miss We're that okay. At all. Like, it's going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yes. Bring it back. Uh, into though the actual question of like, hey, how do you, how know? Do you know if you're, how soon if, is too soon? How soon is too soon, and how do you know if you're moving too fast? I say um, anything before a year. Matters. That's my again. That's me. That's not. Yeah. I'm not asking you to agree with me. Yeah. If you're if you're looking for a long term relationship, uh-huh. if you hit all of those milestones mm-hmm. within a, with even in six months, especially anything yeah. under a year, I'm gonna be a yeah. little skeptical of like. Eh. Well, for long term, I like to. Um, point out that we have um, a a chemical shift that happens about 18 months into dating. Right. When you've been with someone that long, a lot of the early, um, I think I've talked about this on podcast yeah. before, but uh, the, the early chemicals that you have of how you relate to someone and the types of hormones and chemicals you feel with that person, there's actually a physiological thing that changes around 18 to 24 months of being with someone that are different. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't gotten to that two-year mark yet with someone, that that's a huge that's a huge huge marker and a huge point to get through. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you're if you're hitting all those markers within a year, way too fast. Um, personally, I would say two years together might be a good starting point. Again, everyone's yeah. different, but a good starting point. Like, I would like to in two years. That's when I want to be start deciding: Is this the person I want to commit long term yeah. with? You yeah. can already have had those discussions and all those intentions there, yes. and maybe already start planning some stuff. Um, but really saying, okay, around the two year mark, now we can start making those like firm commitment decisions. Mm-hmm. I'm just throwing that out there. 
I know that sounds, that sounds right. Like a year minimum yeah. before you start deciding, I want to spend the rest of my life with this yes. person. Then within the year or that that year to the two year mark, yeah. having the discussions, yeah. idealizing planning, writing it down, not doing it, yeah. don't act on it. Like, to, in but my opinion, to be very clear, having the discussions, yeah. it's important to talk about mm-hmm. it before you actually choose to move forward or not. Yeah. But if it's all within three to six months, this and that, way too soon. Yeah. You have no clue who that person is. Yeah, you haven't been able to progress in your intimacy away from the, I'm presenting my best self forward and I'm only fantasizing about who I want this person to right. be. At that year mark, by then you actually have started mm-hmm. to lower your defenses and be more vulnerable mm-hmm. and share your true self. And you're starting to actually see this person you're dating for the first time for really who they are. And that gives you, you know, maybe another year to get to know those truths together and how you guys work together and the, and the truth of how you don't work together, which every couple has. Mm -hmm. Then at that two year, then you're starting to get a place of, okay, this, we have a better sense and we can start, we've practiced what it's like to have conflict resolution. We've practiced what it's like to talk honestly about our hopes and dreams and we've even maybe made some plans mm-hmm. now we're gonna be like okay yeah we're making an informed consent decision yeah two years in i've probably been sick this. by that point yeah. you've helped care for me <laughs> yeah some death has occurred that i yeah. see how you life, support me like life is happening yeah. yeah it's not you you just you can have the feelings of in the first three to six yeah. nine twelve months whatever wow i really I'm not seeing anything yeah. blaringly obvious that I don't want to be with. Yeah. Great. Hold on to those. Yeah. Keep note Have of fun. them. Yeah. And then at six months, check in. Yeah. I did see this, but yeah. I could live with that actually. Yeah. Like reasonably, if that never changed for the rest of the relationship, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. And I'm like those types of feelings coming up. That's uh-huh. not what I'm trying to like. Yeah. It's normal to feel those things. Yeah. It's the acting upon the feelings that we want to pace because mm-hmm. you can't really stop your feelings from coming up. Like they're mm-hmm. going to happen, especially when hormones are involved. Yeah. It's how you choose to act on mm-hmm. them. And I have a, a you're describing earlier, kind of the timelines. Like I say for about three to six, I even give it earlier than two uh-huh. years, like uh-huh. 18 to 12, 18 months yeah. to two years yeah. is generous. And my yeah, 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 like yeah. theory, like the mask theory. Yeah. You can wear your mask for the, oh, everything's great, this and that, for about three to four months. And then it's kind of like the Phantom of the Opera. I like take off half the mask (laughs) and I like see how you handle it. Like I let a little bit more out, right? Yeah, like, it's like half the mask. And then I'm, actually, it would probably be more so like I have the whole mask on, I peekaboo it, then I take half of it off. And then I take the whole thing off. And then do I really like who you are when Mm -hmm. you're unmasked and raw? Yeah. And sometimes the couples can't move past that because they're like, you now is none of what you presented to me. And now I feel like I just wasted six to eight months yeah. because this is not who I met at yeah. all. Like there's nuances, of course. They're always It's complicated, as we mm-hmm. always say. But I would say in summary, mm-hmm. two weeks is too soon yeah. <laughs> as a good marker. Yeah. Ideally, if you feel those things, it's totally normal. Within one year, it's okay to be feeling that. Mm-hmm. And between that year and two year mark, have those conversations. And then around two years, that's the best chance of making a really informed yeah. decision. Cause you've given it time. Yeah. Granted things can happen in mm-hmm. five to 10 years. I'm not saying wait forever. And then when you're 60, be like, you know what? We've lived life together. I'm ready to marry you. I trust you. Like mm-hmm. don't do it that way either, yeah. but try and live your life without re- as much regret. Try it out. Mm-hmm. If it works out great. If not, you're still learning and you're making yourself and that person more available for the partner who is meant for them. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Agreed. 
All right. So next episode will be 23. Number 23. We have some options. So I think we're going to leave our listeners hanging. Yeah, we'll leave them hanging. Yeah. And, uh, but check it out next time. And of course, if you do have questions like this you want us to yeah. answer, we love diving into this because... Yeah. And we could talk an hour on all these questions. So yeah. I'd love to hear from you. Shoot us some emails. Message us on, on social media. Yes. Slide in our DMs. Yes. <laughs> Let me say that every time. Yes. Slide in <laughs> yes. our DMs. Yes. <laughs> Until next time. Next time.